0: the Lord, a hand praise. Amen. Yes, Jesus. Father, we come to you tonight, God, with expectancy in our hearts. God, we ask you just to break down the strongholds that the enemy is putting on us that the world is trying to entangle us up in God. God, give us a word that we can share across the world to our friends, to our families, God, that gives them a hope and a future. God, let us realize our potential in you, not in a position, not in anything, God, but a, but a real potential furthering your kingdom. God, give us the strength every day Carry on what you want us to do. Father, I pray this in your name. In Jesus' precious name, and all the saints of God said, Amen. Can somebody shout hallelujah? hallelujah? Oh, come on, I know you can praise God better than that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> right. Amen. It's glum, glum. I'm so glad to see every single one of you, man. Church, family, right? You became a part of the Zyper clan. Amen. I we're a crazy bunch, but thank you, Jesus. Yes. Right? Hallelujah. Well, Jesus said, I won't use the sane. I use the insane sometimes. Yes, right. right? But tonight's topic is, amen. Potential is not in position. Right? What I'm not talking about is, you know, we all have potential inside of us. Right? But a position doesn't determine our potential just because you reach a certain thing in your life, right, just because you got a new paycheck, just because you got a new promotion, or just because you have jumped up from the cleaning toilet in the church now to at least ushering, right, that doesn't determine your potential in Christ. My gosh, right? But you know what, Craig, you know what just made me really trip out? Put up Mark 9, 33 through 35 right quick. I'm going to show you all something. This is what tripped me out. Oh, there it is. In the word of the Lord reads, Then, oh, I'm sorry, they came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he began to question them, What were you discussing on the way? But they kept silent, for on the way they had discussed with one another which of them was the greatest. Sitting down, he, right, Jesus, called the twelve and said to them, If anyone wants to be the first, He shall be the last of all and servant of all. You know what got me twisted? I was like, man, I was like, God, you asked a question again that you already knew the answer to. He said, hey, what were y'all talking about? And later, you know, we read and he says, and he answers his own question. It tripped me out. I was like, that makes no sense, God. I was like, you know the answer. You know what they were talking about. But why would you say it? Why even ask the question? Why didn't you just straight up tell them off the bat? Why would you have to wait? But, you know, I was reading it, and I was, and I was just I was diving in, and I was like, okay, God, well, what, do you, what, what, is your, what is your primary goal in that? What was the point of waiting all the way in the house to sit down in order to tell your disciples this? Right? The disciples were worried about the position. Who would be the greatest? They saw a position when Jesus wanted them to see their potential, right? And in life and in the church, right, all we see are titles. We see all these things, but we never see what God sees. We never see our true potential. We see the position that we're in, and we think that's, that's it. That's our true potential, I'm here to tell you, man, I'm about to to turn, Jesus and me are about to turn your whole world upside down. Right? Because your position isn't your potential. Because if my position became my potential, I wouldn't be up here talking about Jesus. I wouldn't be able to do what I do because my position underestimates my potential. And the enemy likes to do that. He likes to get us comfortable in our position, but not realize our true potential for Christ. See, I haven't even entered in my introduction yet, and Jesus is already talking. You know what I'm saying? Get that from the home real quick. But see, what crazy, what creeped me out, man, is that Jesus is asking all the, you know, he asked the question, he answered his own question. But why did the disciples remain silent? Why did they remain silent? You know, God already knows the answer, and you already know this because why? You've been walking and talking with Jesus for over three years. You know him. So you already know, he already knows what you all were talking about. Why not just tell him? Because, you know, in my own mind, I, th- I like to think is that they knew what they were thinking was the wrong way of looking at things. Right? You know, later we find out, we found all these different accounts Right, The two brothers' mother comes up and asks Jesus, "Hey, I want you to put him at the right hand of you when you go back up to your father." He's like, "That's not up to me. That's up to my father right we We see the we see the position that we want or we get the position in our life, but that's not always our potential. It's not always what God wanted us to do, right. Because if it was all about my position, I would have just been happy cleaning toilets, right? Because at least if I'm cleaning toilets, yeah, see, I'm using things people don't like to do, right? But cleaning toilets, I would get out of a lot of things, right? I'd be the one in the back still hearing the stuff, right? But I'd be in my zone. I'd be where I'm comfortable. I'd be the happiest man, right? You just tell me, hey, the bathroom needs to go get some new paper towels. I'm gone. Thank you, Jesus. That's my job, right? It's always a job. No, it's ministry. Welcome to servanthood, right? Because you have to be a servant to all. Just because I got the title, you know, pastor, son, or pastor doesn't mean I can't be a servant. Doesn't mean my potential lies at the title, right? It's a trip. I can't imagine what the disciples thought we are caught, when they were caught over arguing over who was the greatest. Who was the greatest? Jesus pulls up children and says, "This is the greatest." Childlike faith, right? But they didn't see what Jesus saw. It's funny; they never saw what Jesus was truly trying to get them to see. It's until after he left, then they saw what he meant, right? Jesus wanted to address that it's not always about your position in the church. It's not always about your position in our jobs or in our lives. It's about your potential. What you got to offer. Right, because if Christianity, right, the relationship with Christ was all about a position, then a lot of us would stop at just being called a Christian. But no, God says, I'm, I call some to be teachers, evangelists, preachers, right, and the list goes on and on and on. It never stops. But see if we can grasp the concept of what Jesus is saying here is that if we get our potential, the positions have to keep up. Our positions can't keep up with our God giving a potential. right? It's impossible. Right? We could be called to do all these things, but if we let our position get in the way of God's great potential in our lives, then we hinder what God's trying to do. See, I would love to just sit up there in the media and the camera, right, and just be the boss of that. Right, My dad always told me, man, if anybody touches that camera and it leaves your room and you ain't touching it, you got discipline. I don't let nobody touch that camera. That's the home. I don't let nobody touch it. I take care of that thing like it's a breakable $5 million diamond. Never let nobody touch it. But it, I love doing media and sound. I love it. It's a great thing. But see, my passion but also my potential made me ask my father this question. I asked him, I said, what can we do as a church, right, sound in media to do with the videos. I said, I got all these videos. We got all these videos of the preachers. We got all the videos of the teachings. We got all these videos, but they're just sitting there. And something inside me burned. I said, man, I can't let that happen. It's the same way in our lives. There's something God's called us to in an area where we see need, but yet just because we're not at a position, we can't get our potential to follow. We think because of the title, the potential can't go. Just because, you know, we don't have the title evangelist doesn't mean we can't go tell somebody about Jesus. Shoot, if that stopped me, man, then I've been been living a lie. Because I've I've been telling people of Jesus for a long time. And I've never had the word of title evangelist. Can somebody say amen? amen? See, as, we, as I read the scripture, I was like, man, God, you know what? Everything in this church and everything you have for Victory Life, I said there's always a need and there's somebody that can fill the need. They just think because they don't have the title, but they have the potential, the title outweighs their potential. Just because you don't have a title doesn't mean your potential can't carry you. Right, because if it wasn't for potential, I would have stopped just at Sound and Media. I would have stopped when I could have just been called this. Right? And for the church, we would have just stopped when we when they when Jesus said, You get saved. Right? Why we why do we need a title to let our potential guide us? Right? I don't understand why the disciples couldn't see, but yet when I look over my own life. I can understand because I came from the same background. We all did. We all came from a place, at least in one point in our lives, where we let a title in the world, in our jobs, or even in the church, determine our potential. See, let me tell you something. If we let our potential get distracted by our titles, then the work that Christ is trying to do inside of you and push you to your destiny you waste it. It's void. right? You're called to do so much more, but yet you let one word tear you apart, let you stop you, let you put it on the brake. Right? God's called you to go reach and teach and preach or even just to help the pastor out by cleaning the bathroom. Right? I love when ushers say, as long as I don't get near the bathroom, I ain't got bathroom duty, I'm fine. Right, but sometimes Jesus needs somebody to have the potential to upkeep what God needs done. See, but let me tell you something. Some people in the background of the church, we don't ever get a thank you. The nursery workers probably never get a thank you. The media sound, they never get a thank you. And that's okay because their title isn't what they, what they look for. It's their potential and growing what God's going to do in the kingdom of God. That's what gives them that blessing. It's that right there that gives us the, the happiness. You know, when everybody comes up to me and says, oh, great word, great word, I'd rather be back there in the camera. Why? Because that's a great potential. My potential isn't something where I can just hear everybody say thank you. Let me tell you something. I love when people come and tell me thank you. It's the greatest thing. I feel like I'll eat it. I'll think about it. I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. You did a great job, right? But when I'm behind the camera, there's something inside of me that burns that wants just to keep doing it. It's the same thing with each and every single one of us. Sometimes we don't get the recognition in life because we don't have a fancy title. That's fine because a title is just a title. It's not who defines you. Your potential does. Because if you waste your potential over a title, you'll never be satisfied in Christ. See, but that's the thing, is the people that work behind scenes, they don't need to be recognized because their potential gives them the recognition because they know what they're doing is furthering God's kingdom. They don't need always a shiny medal. They don't need a participation award, Right? Without, you know, the sound, without, you know, all the behind the scenes, none of this would work. But they don't need to brag because their potential fills them by itself. Because they know what their reward is. It's seeing people saved. It's seeing other people coming in and getting blessed. Why? Because they are happy with the position because they're fulfilled in their potential. See, I want to give you an example of one man, of a few men that most people don't recognize in the Bible, that they, the Bible really doesn't talk a lot about, right? I'm just going to give you two people. And they were both in Moses' time. These two guys get overlooked, but that's okay because they knew their potential was greater than their position. And I'm talking about Aaron and her. Exodus chapter 17, verse 12, it reads like this. It says, when Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held his hands up, one on one side and one on another, so that his hands remained steady, st- steady still till sunset. See, Aaron and Hur, they could have been in the battle. They could have been doing a lot of other things to get the attention, but they understood Thank you, Jesus. Just notice that. Forget we have technology. Right? But Aaron and her, they recognized that sometimes the position or the spectacle to see where I am, to get my name known, wasn't their job. Their potential was this it was to take care of and it was to make sure that the potential victory of Israel was secured. That's what their potential was. They didn't care about getting their names written down in the Bible. They did it because why? The potential they saw of the victory that would give Israel their freedom and and not make sure nobody messes with them was great enough for them. They had really, this is like every armor bearer's job right here. Armor bearing, 101, I love it. All right? Get under the pastor. Carry the pastor's bag, right? Every arm bearers dream is you got to be a tough one because the arm bearing position is for somebody that doesn't care if you get recognized, right? Same thing in our own lives, right? The sound media, the nursery <laughs> workers, you don't need to always be recognized in order to know you've completed your potential. Because if your potential is defined by your position, man, you got it twisted. You have it twisted because, man, Jesus don't see it that way because he said the last shall be first and the first shall be last. I'd rather go unrecognized in a media room or better yet, I'd rather be unrecognized cleaning everybody's toilet. so when you go in to use the restroom, it's clean, and you never know me, that you never know I did it. That somebody else says, oh, I saw this guy cleaning it, and they are her, and they get it, I'd be fine because you know why my potential doesn't rest in a title. It never does because Jesus never wanted Christians to be able to go for a title but for their potential. See, Aaron and her realized that their potential in the ministry of armor bearing to Moses because they were motivated by the potential of victory rather than holding Moses' arms. I promise you, if you try to armor bear, and Moses and try to hold up both his arms till sunset bet you you'd get tired man you would be like man I ain't getting no glory from this what do I get from this <laughs> except a week back now with some shaky arms and I'm smelling some dude's armpit this is nasty what in the Lord's name is wrong with me right but Aaron and her saw the potential victory in Israel and what it would bring they put themselves out of it and saw the bigger picture, right? The disciples had that same the disciples had it backwards. They saw the momentary world vision, but they didn't see what God had planned, right? And then the disciples, I just confuse most of you because right, the disciples were the first ones to be like confused by their potential because they wanted to be the greatest. They wanted a title to secure them in who they were, right? But when Jesus dies, of course, resurrects and leaves them, the disciples then saw after Pentecost, right, when the Holy Ghost drops, things started to change in the world. They didn't see the job titles. They didn't see the positions. They didn't see what they first saw. They saw the potential of reaching each and every soul for Jesus. Why? Because that's what they were given, and that's what they were running for. It was never about being, you know, Pastor Paul, Pastor. They didn't care about that. It was just reaching people for Jesus. Right? If we think our title defines who we are as a Christian instead of our potential in Christ and what we can do to bring more and more souls for Jesus, then we have it wrong, saints. Right? But later we see the disciples are getting filled with the Holy Ghost and they grew in their potential. And see, then the church grew because they didn't care of the titles. They let the titles go and they let the Jesus in. They let the true potential start to grow. See, it's crazy to think that God wants us to excel in an area that where we can grow our potential. Sometimes you're not always going to start off at being an usher. Sometimes you're not always going to start off as working in the bathroom. Sometimes our first assignment for Christ is just sitting down. Right? And then when we, when we get to the bathroom, then when we get to be an usher, then as we progress in Christianity, it never stops. Why? Because our, poten- our potential is never fulfilled. Because our job and our potential is to see every soul saved. Because well, our job is to, you know, reach the loss, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, right? That's the potential, is that when you open the potential and stop worrying about your title, your job, when you stop worrying about the religious aspects of a church and just fulfill the role where God wants you to go for a season and you let it grow you and you help it grow. You'll start to see the church increase. You'll start seeing things being blessed because of you. Right? Jesus, you know, in the Bible it says, you know, where you are, right? Your whole family is, right? Joseph, where Joseph was, God blessed him. He was in an Egyptian house and yet still God blessed him because he knew God. And it's the same thing in the church. If we let the potential, trust in one area where God has us for a season, right, and we start growing that potential, and we start growing the area where God wants us to grow, then you'll start noticing some changes, not only in our own lives, but in the Victory Life Church and this whole community and your own communities. Why? Because you're allowing God to work on your potential, not on your position. Jesus never wanted the church to try and get a position. He wanted the, He wanted, but He wanted the people to have great potential in life. Now I hope somebody's getting this. Right? The first point I have, put it up there. Thank you. Recognize your potential. The disciples looked past their own potential, right? The outcast and didn't realize who they were, right? You got to recognize your potential before you can advance, right? And if you want to grow and you want to advance, you got to know your potential, but you have to recognize what is my potential. Not everybody has the same, you know, calling. Not everybody has the same area of expertise. Trust me, go to the nursery. You'll see how long you survive. Thank you, Jesus, especially with twins. Don't kill me, right? But you got to recognize where your potential lies. See, as a Christian, it's our job to find out where we can most benefit the work of Jesus, the work of the kingdom, right? Because when we recognize our potential, we get out of the way of ourselves and start recognizing what God's done through us. Because our, poten- our, our own potential isn't good enough for God, but when it's God's potential, right, and it's God given, everything's possible. Man, with everything man is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Right? Just because we're going through a season of where we're still trying to find out which way to go doesn't mean God's not trying to grow you up. Because one day you will get called into that position. But are you, are you letting your potential grow because then when you get in that position, instead of worrying and already starting to try to battle it out and you're trying to, like, figure everything out, you're already prepared and you're carrying that position to the next level. Amen. My gosh, I wish somebody would shout hallelujah sometimes because, <laughs> my Lord, I heard somebody tell me about my potential. I'd be jumping down my seat running around this church, Right? But you got to recognize your potential, because if you don't recognize, you'll miss the area where God's calling you to. Right? Maybe God wants you to work in the children's church. Maybe God wants you to work just scrubbing toilets for the church members. Right? Nobody likes scrubbing toilets for the church, but I promise you, everybody likes food after church. Right? That's, what, that's I never got that. Amen. Never mind. I have. Didn't gain this much weight for nothing. Right? But your potential, you have to recognize it in order for you, not only you're the position that God's leading you to, to grow, but it's for you to grow. Right? You know, they always ask us in college, you know, are you you staying with your major? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stay with my major. I didn't work two years for nothing. Like, come on, man. Like, that's ridiculous. I had a friend in he was trying to be a nurse, and then he said, no, I'm going to be this. And then he jumped around and jumped around. I was like, man, how long have you been doing this? And he was like, oh, I've done three years here already. I'm like, how many majors have you changed? He said, oh, I changed about four. I was like, man. I said, my Lord. You know, my parents told me, man, you better make sure whatever <laughs> you do, you do it and stick to it. I said, okay, I'm afraid. <laughs> that mama, That's that mother scaring right? But it's the same way in our Christianity, and it's the same way in the church, right? Why do we got to always bunny hop, right? Because when we know, you know, we just like, oh, but I like this because, you know, it's this. This this gets benefits. This looks better for me. This comforts me. I can do this because it's my beautiful zone where I ain't going to get messed with. My little perfect world of mine, right, little Anthony isn't going to get disturbed, right? Yeah. Get a sound booth with like five people, you'll. Yeah, Jesus, you'll really change your potential. No, nah, I'm just kidding, right? But you got to get you, you got to recognize your potential, right, which is your area, which leads me to my second point, right? Thrive in your area. Once you recognize your potential, you have to thrive in that area because if you can't thrive in that area, what are you going to do when God brings you to the next level, You can't just sit there and be like, I don't know how to do this, right? We just trained you on how to do it, and you're like, and now you got to call the shots. And you're like stuck, like frozen, like Scooby-Doo. Whoa, Shaggy. Shaggy. What are we going to do? You can't do that, right? Not in in the church. Why? Because it's your job now, right? Now you, you wanted the position. Here you go. But was your potential ready for? Right, there's a lot of people in the church that are have a great potential to do a lot of things, but once it contradicts their little realm, or they don't get noticed, they they shut down. They're like, no, 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 that's not for me. I'd rather be sitting down in the pews saying thank you, Jesus, than dealing with them kids. I see what them homegirls look like when they get out the church. <laughs> Bad eyed, crazy. Them youth too. Oof, um, Lord, and them youth are something else. Thank you, Jesus, for them. Right. Or maybe it's just, you know, being the greeter. You know? It's just the simple things in the church that may not even get you recognized. But once you thrive in it, God can push you to the next level. Because let me tell you, you're never stuck unless you put yourself stuck. Mm. Because God wants you to grow and thrive. But if you're just battling God and not just saying, okay, I promise you, it's going to take you a long time, and God's either going to put you in your position when you're not ready, or you're already going to be prepared to take it on, (coughs) right? And when you're thriving in your area, you're allowing God to bring it to the next level. Why? Because you've already done your basic work. You've already done your basic training. And now you're ready to carry that learning to the next. You're ready to bump everything up, right? Victory life wasn't was what it what it it was not what it once was 5 6 years ago. It wasn't. Why? Because people's potential they didn't care about the position. Right? When my dad says he's done, right? When our pastor says, you know, we've done He's done the toilets. He's drove the van. He has. Why? Because it wasn't just because he got the title pastor didn't subjugate him not to fulfill other roles. But he thrived in the areas to produce great work, to produce a new level. And it's the same way with each and every single one of you. If you don't thrive in your area, your potential can't grow. right It's like putting a you know, they say sharks when you get a shark when it's little like very little, right It can grow to the size of the tank, man. And it's like our potential. right Where do you want God to grow your potential? right Because if you like to work in a small area and be noticed rather than see a whole lot of people get saved and a lot of things be moved and you're just a small part of it, and you're happy with that, then your potential is lost. Mm-hmm. And my third point is this. Never stop excelling. Right? You've already recognized your potential. you already thrived in your area. But never stop excelling. There's always room for you to grow. Just because we think we've got here Right? Doesn't mean we're not gonna stop growing. Amen. Right, just because we're gonna get a new church building doesn't mean we're done. We're gonna keep growing. Amen. Right, just because we reach a lot of people, right? Just because we reach the towns of Ben Wheeler, Ken, Tyler, you know, all of these taxes, doesn't mean we're done growing. Amen. Right? It's the same thing in the church and in the ministries. Is that we're not done growing. Right? So when our position stops us from excelling, then we can't fulfill what God has for us. We can't complete our destiny. And see, if we stop excelling, excelling, then we let room for the title to become who we are. Instead of letting God work in us And more abundantly, worship worship team, you can come forward, right? But if we stop excelling, then what happens is, is the title becomes your potential. If you stop excelling, if you stop thriving, and you stop recognizing, your title becomes your potential. And you can't further it. You feel like you can't do anything anymore. But when you never stop excelling in your areas, when you never stop excelling in your potential, the sky's the limit. right? That's why I chose that little picture up there. right? Because when you think of yourself, where is your potential? Because nobody gets to the top of a mountain and just stops. They try to find the next higher mountain. They try to, you know, they got to go through the valley again, but they're going to go back up. And it's the same way. The potential is unlimited, but only you can choose where it stops. Right? But see, as a church, we don't need to be looking at the position of a job, but what the potential could be and what we could do for God. That's our job. Is what can we do to further God's kingdom? Not Anthony's, not our own, not just because we want to, just because we need the recognition from people. But what can our potential bring to the kingdom of God? If you stop recognizing your potential, or if you never recognize your potential, you are giving up true giving gifts if you stop thriving in the area where God placed you you've already let the title whoop you and if you can't find more ways to excel you've called it quits on what God could really do in your life you just called it quits when the title became your passion when your title became your potential what are you reaching for? I don't know about you, but I don't see us just building a new church. I see us building other churches that can reach the same way we do. But that's because the potential never gets in front of the title. The title never gets in front of the potential. It never does. But where's your potential? Right, if you haven't recognized your potential, if you didn't thrive you can't find more ways, check your heart. Because tonight, God is trying to, He's, he's going to separate the wheat from the tares. He's going to find those who truly want to change the world and grow. Right, this isn't an easy message, but I mean, it's a message that can give hope. Because if you're tired of feeling stagnant and you want to grow, you've got to let your potential motivate you. Not the title, but your potential because it's a God-given gift. Because God never gave me just the ability to do one thing. He's given me the ability to do a lot. And he's done the same thing with each and every single one of our lives. But don't let our potential stop because of a title, a promotion, or even the recognition. When we're at the, when our our moments end, we need it. So tonight... Need, we need to check our hearts to see where, our, where does our potential really lie because right we can have it where we can have God and God's way and God's destiny for our lives and his potential for us or we can let the title and everything of the world determine where we stand with God and where we grow see Victory Life if you're a member of Or if you're just a simple person of this family, because that's what we are, we're growing. And each and every single one of us got to grow. And if we don't grow in our potential, you're going to miss the blessing that God has for you in our next season. So don't let your potential be blocked by anything that the enemy wants to put you on. Don't let the don't let ourselves put the potential on hold because we don't think we got it qualified. Let me tell you something. God called the unqualified to do something scholars could do 20 times better, probably. But they could have never reached somebody like me. They could never reach people like us. Broken, hurting. And it's our job to have the same potential that the disciples had when they got the Holy Ghost. When they got the fire falling down, that's when the potential really kicked in. So, I mean, I want you to stand tonight. amen. I as the worship team leads us in to the throne room of God, if you feel a calling on your life or you just feel like you lost your potential, the altar is open for you to come and receive what God has for you in your life.